I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, Houston? Hello? Can't hear us. We're talking. Oh, there. Now I hear you. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. I was having internet trouble. Hmm? Okay. I heard you were napping. That too. Yeah. <laughs> It used to be called napping. Now it's called internet trouble. You know right. how how words change in this uh, in this country. Like med, um, a doctor is a provider. Uh, right. uh, you're not hungry. You are. What is that food? Um, food coma. No, that's no. when you're too. You've eaten no, too no, much. No, no. It's what it's called. It's food insecurity. You have food insecurity oh. in this country. Not, not I'm, <laughs> I'm just hungry. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, nice, anyways, nice uh, kitchen. I like it. Oh, thank you. It's uh, you're seeing about. 85% of my apartment. Uh, <laughs> but it so, makes it it makes it look like there's more. Okay, llevamos hablando aquí un ratito con un ser humano. Hemos empezado el programa de una manera algo extraña. Eh, nos hemos metido de golpe en una cocina de Brooklyn. Y el motivo es porque hemos escuchado que en un mundo en el que la tecnología planea sobre nuestras vidas, de repente hay un ser humano que ha decidido hacer un juego de mesa. Pero, por favor, ¿cómo se puede hacer un juego de mesa? Bueno, la pregunta es para Jenny Gartua y la pregunta correcta es... What the heck? What the heck? Um... I think for me, making a physical game when at work, all I do is help operationalize companies and help them make more money was like a really fun thing. Like, can I make something that goes really beautifully on your coffee table? And that it's like a game that's like social that you play with others um, was really compelling. So I got together with three other people from Brooklyn. There's four Brooklynites who are now as a side hustle on nights and weekends making games. Um, so we made two games. One's called Side Effects. And it, the really key thing I think about what we want to do is make games about topics people don't love talking about. So we did one about mental illness and one about politics. Uh, and it's certainly two topics people don't tend to talk about. But they tend, you... to be too, they tend to be together. Anyway, so I'm sorry. Right. sorry I, don't, I, don't wanna, I don't wanna interrupt you, por favor. Yeah, you do wanna interrupt me. I know how you are. Yeah. Um, well, I have a lot of questions for you mm -hmm. about that, uh, Jen. But first, I think our listeners wanna know a little bit more about you. Okay. So do you mind if I read the your bio? Yeah. Okay, so, so you've written this, um, saying that you live every day so that you can have stories to tell at Thanksgiving. Okay, that, that opens up a whole world <laughs> yeah. of questions. In your day job, like you said, you help operationalize companies and on nights and weekends, you make games uh, like side effects and the other ones you just told us about. Um, you're not able to carry much of a tune 
uh, but you love musical improv. That that's right. that's a combination in itself, right there. <laughs> and then you you love playing games called Overcooked and Fall Guys. So you'll have mm -hmm. to tell us what those are. Is that are those two different games? Video games. Yep. Oh, they're video games. Okay. <laughs> and you're dreading the day that jumpsuits are no longer fashionable because I assume you're wearing one right now. And I, I'm not, but I should be. And then this final one just kind of, you know, I, I said to uh, Nick and Guillermo when I read it first, you've never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I said, you must be a communist if you live in the United States. No, she is my hero. Es mi héroe total. Es lo único que no se puede explicar de este país. ¿Cómo puede gustarle a alguien? Adelante, Jenny, es tu, es tu respuesta. Eh, yo creo que eso es la, la, la razón que sé que todavía sí que soy algo española. Eh, no me gusta un peanut butter, para nada. Eh, yo todavía prefiero unas croquetas. Eh... Se parece un poco a la tortura esa que había de, de, de mojar a la gente con brea y ponerle plumas, ¿no? O sea, es, sí. es, es peanut butter en la boca, es que se te pegan los dientes. Es que se te pegan los dientes. Quiero, te, te, te tengo que interrumpir un poquito, porque si recuerdo bien, y puedo que recuerdo mal, pero tú comes bocatas de patatas fritas con nada, con pan, ¿no? Sí. Es tu, eh, sí. Ah, era tu plato, era tu plato en, el, en, en el recreo comiendo patatas en pan o algo así, ¿no? De pequeños en, en recreo también nos daban un sándwich con una barra de chocolate. Ah, eso sí me acuerdo. Yo, yo vivía en España um, cuando era chiquitica. Chocolate con leche. Un gran vaso de leche en cada tableta. Chocolate con leche. vaso de leche en cada tableta. Y, y también iba a decir que ese año que vivíamos en Salamanca y mis no podíamos encontrar peanut butter en ninguna parte, no lo vendían. Uh -huh. Y mis padres iban a Madrid un día y nosotros le rogábamos, por favor, tráenos peanut butter del capital del país. <risa> No, lo prohibió, lo prohibió Franco. Pina Barre lo prohibió Franco. Es, una, es la única cosa positiva que hizo en 40 años. Españoles, habla su excelencia el jefe del Estado. Todo lo que en España se derrota se Arnau obedece a una conspiración masónica y cerrista en la clase política. Poco estaba hablando con alguien, una amiga americana, y lo que le extrañó un montón de los españoles es que le ponemos colonia a los bebés. Ah, sí. Como, pero que a los americanos nunca le vas a poner colonia a un bebé, pero en España les ponemos todos colonia. Claro, y además les ponemos colonia antes de cenar, que eso le extrañó mucho a Sara, a mi mujer, que es norteamericana, cuando teníamos hijitos en España. Y es como, vamos a ver, en Estados Unidos los niños cenan, se ensucian y luego los duchas y claro. los metes en la cama limpio. En, en España les duchas primero, les peinas a raya, les echas colonia y luego los pones a cenar para que se ensucien. Claro. <risa> Es una aproximación distinta a un fenómeno interesante. Jenny, estamos viviendo momentos muy, para mí, interesantes. Yeah. You made this game that's basically, yeah. at least one of the games that you made, I know you said you made two games, but one of them feels like you turn on the TV and you're playing your game. Was yeah. that, that was not the point or that was the point? I guess, no. what is the... Yeah, we, um, 
we actually timed it so we could go live with the game right before the elections because we kind of knew it was now or never. We had been working on a political game for a while, but we want to create games out of like real world systems. Like it is dark humor on what we're going. Like it is a political statement. You know, in this game, you can win without the popular vote. Uh, all the voter cards are designed to look like currency because you can, you know, buy votes. There's scandals that you play on each other. And the fun thing is all of the scandals are real political scandals in there. Um, so like when you're giving people scandals, they're all like calls to things that have happened in the real world. And so, you know, it is your goal to be this kind of nefarious billionaire and try to win the election. You don't care what party you're part of uh, as long as you get enough votes. Um, so there's definitely mm. a reflection to what's what's going on in the real world. But do you find that people really don't want to talk about politics? Because I think that people really do like to talk about it, but they don't. It's scary to talk about it with someone who completely disagrees with you. Yeah, I think for me, I'm finding that there is a fear to have an opinion and a fear to have to be like, I don't know, I think as humans, we're so inclined to have an opinion and need to validate it and not really have an open mind, especially when it comes to politics. So I think there's like a really big fear to like get into it. Um, I'm finding like, that's the thing that with friends or family, there's this like, I don't want to get into it. Cause like one, I don't want to have to like validate a million points or maybe even be called out for not being like really knowledgeable. And, you know, I think there's like a bit of a fear around that because I'm finding even people with the same political views don't want to talk to each other. So it's not just feeling like on opposite sides. Other subject, I guess, to tackle through a game because that's another subject in this country anyway yeah. that we just don't really talk about very much. Yeah, well, the next one we want to make is about uh, the environment. We think that's a, another like thing that we can play on like a real world system um, and we actually, you know, also in a lot of our games, try to create a space to play the bad guy. Like even in our game in the politics, like you're playing the bad guy, you're like, you're playing scandals. And so in this one, it's about becoming a developer who doesn't care about the environment and seeing like how far you can gain wealth while hurting the environment and like making that a game. Um, pero, so pero, again, perdona, 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 volviendo al principio de yeah. todo esto, pero ¿quién juega a juegos de mesa? O sea, vamos a ver, a lo mejor yo soy marciano y soy el único que no juega a juegos no, de mesa, gente. pero ¿quién diantre juega a juegos de mesa? Si yo veo a todo el mundo pegado con el teléfono, ¿quién coge no, una, pues, una baraja y, y, y se pone a repartir? Yo creo que es por eso, porque la gente está como todo el día por el teléfono y ahora quiere jugar a juegos, entonces si miras a las ventas de juegos están subiendo, entonces es una, una de las industrias que está creciendo más son juegos de mesa. Yo creo que familias quieren, ¿sabes? Una manera de que los niños pongan el teléfono en otro cuarto y jueguen a algo. ¿Cómo se llama el tuyo? ¿Mar se llama el político? Mar es el político y side effects. Es ¿Y Mar es, por, es por, 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 la, por barro? Por, por, por barro, por, por la sí. mierda que hay en la política. Sí. sí, como drain the swamp, mudslinger. ¿Cómo juegas el malo en, en side effects? ¿Eres el malo, eres el bueno, eres el no sabes bueno, si eres en el ese, bueno ni el malo? En ese no eres el malo, pero lo que tenemos es que cada vez que te tomas una píldora tienes side effects. Entonces, lo que estamos hablando aquí ah. es de pharmaceutical companies, de que cada vez que te tomas algo, algo más te va a pasar. Entonces, por ejemplo, eh, puedes tener ansiedad. Y para ansiedad, la píldora es de verdad, te puedes tomar eh, lorazepam, ¿vale? Entonces Ooh, te, tomas, yeah, te tomas lorazepam, <laughs> pero te puede pasar suicidal thoughts, depression y madness. 
Entonces, con cada píldora que te tomas, por ejemplo, para impotence, sildenafil, que es Viagra, pero te puede, te puede pasar ansiedad. Entonces, de ahí te puede dar a otra persona más, eh, más so efectos. ¿Sois so so based en real medication? Real medication, well, okay, so none of us are pharmacists, but yeah. we know how to Google and go on WebMD. Sure. Um, so all of them are, are real drugs and real side effects. Well, all, all you have to do in this country is watch television at night, and, and all the expert. commercials are, about, are, are for old people, and they're about uh, medication. And one of the things that shocked me the first time I actually lived in this country for a while was all those commercials. I mean, there's 30 seconds for a medication. It's the first five seconds is about how good it is for your toenails. And the yep. rest, the 20 seconds later, is like, could be suicidal. You can kill yeah. your father. You right. can, you know, yes. have diarrhea for three days in a row. You can, you can lose yeah. your hair. It's like unbelievable, man. Yeah, that's exactly what we wanted to play on. Is like this idea that you can, you know, fix your restless leg syndromes, but you're, you know, risking death. Call your doctor if your depression worsens or if you have unusual changes in behavior or thoughts of suicide. Antidepressants can increase these in children, teens, and young adults. In some cases, extreme high blood sugar can lead to coma or death. Other risks include decreases in white blood cells, which can be serious, dizziness upon standing, seizures, trouble swallowing, and impaired judgment or motor skills. Call your doctor if you have high fever, stiff muscles, and confusion to address a possible life-threatening condition or if you have uncontrollable muscle movements as these could become permanent. So you might have a rec re restless brain syndrome if right. you take that pill. But your so, legs will be and, fine. Yeah, exactly. And these games are all in English and in Spanish or just in English? Yeah, so we did, we have them in English. We've translated with the help of my sisters, uh, all the rules into Spanish. Um, but the, the core mechanics, we tried to make it really easy so that you don't actually have to like read the words to be able to play the game. So there's a lot of symbols and things like that. The, ¿Qué, yeah. ¿Qué edad tenías, perdona, cuando, cuando llegaste de España a Estados Unidos? Ocho. Ocho años. ¿Y, ¿Y tienes hermanos? Sí, dos hermanos mayores. Mi hermana Katie, que tiene cinco años más que yo, y mi hermana Lula, que tiene ocho años más. ¿Y, y, y la transición ha sido eh, igual o distinta entre las tres? Muy, yo creo que muy distinta, porque estábamos en, en como muy diferentes edades. Mi hermana Lula, que es la mayor... Tenía 17 años, entonces vino solo para el último año de high school. Entonces, eh, se lo pasa fatal. Sí, <ríe> se echaba de menos difícil, a todos. Sí, tenía un novio en España, entonces eh, lo pasó. ¿sabes? Y se, fue a, se volvió a España en, en nueve meses <ríe> y a la universidad. Eh, mi hermana Katie, con 13 años, eh, yo creo que para ella siempre se ha quedado como la más medio española, medio americana. Mi hermana mm. Lula, española, tiene acento en inglés. Eh, ¿Sabes? Española fuera. Eh, mi hermana Katie, eh, más en el medio. Si está mucho tiempo en España, se vuelve más española, aquí más americana. Y, y no, para mí, mis hermanas eh, se ríen de mí que yo sea la americana. Y eh, en mi boda, por ejemplo, el speech que hicieron era de eso. ¿sabes? Se rieron de mí, de la americana que se está casando en España porque quiere ser más española, pero no lo es. Eh, entonces ahí tenemos como las, las tres en, en un ¿sabes? ¿Y en, qué habláis? ¿Y, en qué, ¿Y en qué habláis? Perdona, si os juntáis eh, sí. para Thanksgiving, tú que vives todos sí. los días intensamente para, sí. para poder contar algo en Thanksgiving, eh, cuando se lo cuentas, sí. ¿en qué idioma se lo cuentas? Bueno, es que mi madre es americana, mi padre es español. Entonces, desde el día que llegamos a España, eh, a Estados Unidos, si le hablaba yo a mi padre en inglés o no me respondía, me respondía en español. Entonces, con mi padre, eh, 90% español. Con mi madre siempre en inglés, con mi hermana Katie siempre en inglés y con mi hermana Lula en español. 
Oh, Entonces, eh, si estamos todos juntos... Yo estáis creo callados, que... estáis calladitos. No, no hablamos. <risa> <risa> eh, en, yo suele, suele tener con quién está en casa y eh, si estamos en España o en Estados Unidos. Si estamos en España solemos hablar casi todo en español, pero ¿sabes? Eh, el otro día me enfadé con mi hermana Katie y estábamos hablando en español y yo, como la persona con quien hablo español más es mi padre, hablo como si tuviera 65 años. Entonces, enfadada <risa> con ella, le llamé cara a huevo. Entonces, ha llegado el momento donde la, la palabrota que me sé más del mundo es cara huevo, porque es lo que me llama mi padre. Entonces, eh, o sea, se hablo como si tuviera 65 años. Entre amigos y entre gente con que trabajas, hablas español, más inglés, ¿cómo es la, la vida normal que cuando no estás con sí. familia? No, no digo que tu familia no, no es normal, pero digo... Bueno, pero no vamos, pero más o menos lo... Pero más o menos lo you imply it. Es, ahí lo dejas, lo abres un poquito y lo dejas ahí para que cada uno coja conclusiones. Sí. Suelo trabajar casi todo en inglés, pero tengo un par de personas en mi compañía. Tengo una, una amiga mía que se llama Lorena, que es mexicana, hablamos en español. Eh, algunos clientes que tenemos en español, pero poco. Y solemos cambiar a inglés muy rápido. Entonces, como intros al principio hablan en español y en el momento donde vamos a business cambia rápidamente a inglés. Porque, ¿sabes? No me es el vocabulario. No sé cómo decir las palabras que uso todos los días en español. Me cuesta mucho. ¿Do you dream in, in Spanish and in English? ¿O do you dream in one language? I get asked that a lot. Um, I don't have an answer to that. I've, I've actually like, tried to figure out if I'm speaking one language or another. The places where I see I switch, uh, numbers and math, like if you give me 7 por 7, 49, like I have everything in Spanish when it mm. comes to like math, alphabet. I find myself sometimes if I spell, I'll say like E's for I's. Um, if I'm spelling because you, out. you learned it in Spain when you were yeah. little. There are five vowels, there are five vowels. And so I see myself there, uh, thinking about work. I always think in English. Um, sometimes a little bit creatively. If I put Spanish music on, I'll find myself thinking more in Spanish. So it is switching, but I would say I'm like, I mean, you can see it in my voice. I'm way more comfortable in English at this point. ¿Y qué nos vas a cantar? ¿No decía la biografía que te gusta cantar? I know, I know. I know. Lo, que, lo que tengo yo es improv. Entonces hago improv con un par de ¿sabes? comedy groups en, en Nueva York, UCB, que es el famoso... Eh, eh, también Magnet Theater que hace más música y hace un par de años fui a un show donde de repente era Improvised Musical entonces vas y tienes a cinco personas y de repente te hacen un musical entero y me pareció la cosa más graciosa del mundo y estuve como un año y medio pensando quiero hacerlo pero no sé cantar y al final me compré una clase y me fui a hacerlo y ahora tenemos un grupo el martes que viene tenemos un show si queréis venir os canto I have a prompt for you I have a prompt yeah. for you to okay. do a musical improv right. the me. prompt is Día de los Reyes Magos okay. and the President of the United States trying to overturn democracy go okay Three fat men are coming to my house. Three fat men are coming to my house. I hope they leave some presents at the door. I hope they leave some presents at the door. Ya que estamos en Navidad, una pregunta que tiene que ver con comedia. What did Adam say the day before Christmas? Um... It's, I have two eves now. Oh, yeah. I was, uh, the, the correct, actually, it's Christmas Eve, but I mean, but, uh, but, uh, close. close. 
I got, I, I got the gist. Wow. I knew where you were going. You, you got, you got the... <laughs> I just feel like America is like everyone is doing a side hustle mm -hmm. these days. Do you feel and like, yeah, how do you? I guess you just don't sleep. I mean, there's no like, oh, I'm a great how, sleeper, <laughs> uh, but if you're a great sleeper, you would know what what language you dream in. Come on, you're true, you're right, but, you're right, but you caught me. But like, but like, okay, so you've got a side hustle. These three or four people who you do the games with have side hustles, like. Yeah. everyone's got a side hustle no like that's yeah. entrepreneurship in america like that and that is like an american thing kind of right yeah i think so oh. um it's interesting because it took me a while to call myself an entrepreneur i think that i kind of saw that word as very male it feels like a french male if you're gonna yeah. think entrepreneur. Oui. yeah entrepreneur. um yeah. and so i think i had a bit of a limiting belief even though in high school i made jewelry and sold it to local stores. I started clubs. Like I've, I've always had this uh, need to create. Um, and it took a little while for me to be like, oh, I am a creator. Like it is what I do. It's, it's in me and, and that's all. It doesn't have to be successful for me to be a creator or an entrepreneur really. Um, like all these games that we're talking about, there is no money in games. Anybody that's thinking that it's gonna make you money, it's not. Very little margin. <laughs> Shipping is a pain in the ass. I do it because I, really wanted to have like a physical product in people's homes. Like that was, that was the drive for me. Um, but you're like a, you're like a double entrepreneur. Emprendedora, no. Ah, emprendedora, vale, sí. Pues mira, emprendedora en español, mejor todavía. Yeah. The, oh. my day job is like a real business. Um, which you is know. your business, which you yeah. created when you were eight years old, when you first got here and <laughs> you right. wanted peanut butter. No. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's Go Nimbly. It's a, a consulting company. And so created with uh, three other individuals. And I mean, at this point we have 47 employees wow. and, you know, we're hitting almost $10 million and it's a, you know, real business that started out with uh, me at home on my computer uh, selling well my hours. So Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So can you explain for me what does it mean that you operationalize businesses? Yeah. yeah. So what we do is we go in and we're really focused on your revenue teams. So it's any company that has sales, marketing, customer success, anybody that's actually working with their customer. And we're going to help try to make that buying experience the best it can be by operating your systems and your processes. You know, how does... When you go on the website and you fill out a form, how does that get to the right person? How do they know how to call you and sell you something? How do they track that in a system just to make sure that, you know, you've got it as operationalized as possible? Ah, yo lo entiendo. Tú eres la que llamas por teléfono que dices, mm -hmm. eh, les llevamos una semana buscando que caduca el seguro de su coche. Pagar? <laughs> es eso, ¿no? Yeah, me Can acuerdo. you give an example? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. An example of like, of like a, okay, here's this business that's doing it wrong. And they, you come in and you say, okay, if you're going to sell Chips Ahoy cookies, you know, you have to. Or you're going to sell mud. What do you, what, how sell do you mud. do it? 
Um, these are mostly businesses that sell to other businesses. So it's kind of like this B2B space, um, since you don't get a, a ton of phone calls to get games sold to you. But I, I think a, a really basic one is anytime that you've had an annoyance trying to like buy software, um, we're trying to get rid of that. So maybe you, someone books a meeting with you and you have that phone call and, and you tell them all your problems. And then immediately they tell you, great, you have to go talk to my account executive over here. And then you like rehash the same conversation again. And you're really frustrated as a buyer. They don't know how to, like, we're going to try to streamline that. Like, how do we make sure that you're not feeling like this person has amnesia and like this company is treating you, you know, in a, in a really compartmentalized way. So that happens a lot is just as a buyer that you're being forced to have like the processes and handoffs of the business as opposed to them meeting you the way you want to buy. In your world of consulting, uh, where are you? I mean, is COVID uh, hurting you or you're yeah. like, I, I, I'm so happy because everybody needs help? It's both. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we did not have the growth that we wanted to last year. We wanted a double and we pretty much stayed stable, but that was a pretty big win when a lot of consulting companies were down almost 40%. So we did above average and managed to keep all our staff and not do layoffs. And we were really happy about that. But one of our big clients was Caesars Entertainment. It was a casino that was spending millions of dollars with us. Mm. And that was overnight, like overnight got the phone call. Sorry, we can't pay you. Um, so, and like, at that point, all you can do is go, yeah, makes sense. <laughs> mm. Like I can argue all day, but you know, they had their revenue stream just completely cut, but then we've got other clients. Like we have some in the education space doing like online education software, um, and they're crushing it. And actually the big project we work with them is how do we deal with this giant volume of business that's coming in when our sales team only has so much capacity, they're getting like forms all day being like, I want to buy your software. And they literally can't, like even their product has to be beefed up to take the increase in traffic. Zoom went through a similar thing. So, you know, we're lucky in this space that some of our clients like tripled in size while we lost some um, Mm. to be able to kind of stay pretty stable. But I'm seeing insane amounts of growth right now. I think with the vaccine, with a new president, with a new year, like our pipeline is four times stronger than it was three months ago. So, so. speaking of space, um, you normally work out of a, an office with the, your other 47 employees. Yeah. Um, are, do you see yourselves all going back to the same model? Or do you think that with your own company, um, you're going to allow more flexibility with people working yeah. from home now? La pregunta es para mí. Sí, sí, Guillermo, yeah, with your 47 employees. Lo que digo, me conoce perfectamente, sabe todo, y para qué me pregunta esto ahora aquí en directo delante de la gente. Pero claro, que no es para mí, vale, vale, perdón. Jenny, pero I'm sorry. Don't interrupt me, por favor, Guillermo. You've hit a sore spot, actually. Um, I don't know. I think I'm expected to have those answers. Um, And everybody, like, because we were for a long time offices. We wanted to create this culture. We wanted to be together, the value of whiteboarding and like really believe that. And honestly, I haven't seen like that much lower productivity. So you can work from home just fine. There has been sometimes like people talking about like, I feel demotivated or I'm like, you know, cooped up at home. Um, But one of the biggest pains was dealing with our WeWork lease. We were spending $18,000 a month on rent, unable to use it. And they would do nothing to help us. They're like, sorry, you owe us the money. And it's like, I can't enter the building. 
You need um, to get the same guys that the Caesar's Palace had when right? they called. I know. <laughs> I, have, I have a little bit less leverage on uh, WeWork. Um, but now the way that I'm seeing it is that I want to provide space for people to go because I do think that, you know, some people really need it and allow for as much flexibility as people want. ¿En el mundo en que te mueves, el español vale para algo? Um, poco. Para relaciones, para, ¿sabes? De repente estoy Para el portero, en, para hablar un... con el portero y el jardinero Eso. de fuera, de, de Caesar Palace, ¿no? Pero una vez que te metes ya en Caesar Palace, claro. ya no, ¿no? Pero, a ver, hay, hay muchos, especialmente porque tengo muchas compañías en California, hay mucho más español por California en business que en Nueva York. Entonces hay muchas más compañías. Eh, hay muchas más compañías, yo creo que de Sudamérica, que sí que voy a un meeting y, y de repente, a ver, yo no tengo cara muy española de, de lo que esperan. Entonces eh, les extraña mucho cuando de repente empiezo a hablar español. Y sí que ayuda en una cena o algo así, pero al llegar a empezar a trabajar, en inglés. Me gustaría volver a España en algún momento, pero... ¿Y, ¿Y tu marido y pa, y pa. también es emprendedor? Empre... Ya, yeah, emprendedor. Eh, trabaja en Goldman Sachs. No, el pobrecito es inglés. El pobrecito es, es inglés. inglés. Es inglés. Sí. Sí, que es otra um, tercera, tercera cultura de rebote, ¿no? O sea, yeah. España, bueno. Estados Unidos y de repente Inglaterra. ¿Es tan distinto? Sí. Es otro mundo, ¿no? Es otro mundo. Eh, bueno, sí, pero cada vez que mi padre le ve a mi marido, le canta Gibraltar, español, Gibraltar, español. <risa> Gibraltar, español, ya está, coño, que aquí no les atreva a decirlo. Entonces, ahí vamos. Jenny, when people, when people aren't asking about your dreams, um, mm -hmm. and they're asking like, hey, you speak Spanish, you speak English, yeah. you're totally fluent in both. I want to be like that. What do you tell yeah. them to do, to, to learn, to practice, to get better, right. to, like, what, what's your advice? Yeah. I mean, I would say that if Ilaria Baldwin can be Spanish, anybody can be Spanish. Do you guys know about this drama? Do you know about this drama? No, I don't. I don't. Oh my God! Is, is, is this is. This I'm so excited. Let me know I was going to pretend out of for a while, but guys, this yeah, is big drama. Pretend, but... Okay, so Ilaria Baldwin is Alec Baldwin's wife. Okay. And she's this beautiful yoga teacher. They have uh, four kids, um, and she has this like wonderful Instagram community, and she's Spanish. And she's like, I've always been like, oh my God, she's like this, like she still has such an amazing Spanish vibe. And I like really looked up to that. And um, it turns out that her name is Hillary Thomas and she, uh, her parents can both trace their entire lineage back to Vermont. Uh, and um, it's just that her parents bought a house in Mallorca when she was in her twenties. Um, and she has like culturally appropriated Spain. Tienen una casa en Mallorca y yeah. les encanta la cultura española y lo entiendo, a mí también, los españoles también. molan mucho. No, a mí Entonces, al final, yo al final a los españoles, te lo digo sinceramente, y les he cogido, les he cogido cariño. ¿Manía? No, no, manía no, yo les he cogido cariño, como a los perros. Ah, cariño, como, como a los perros, es una gente es, que es viene a Italia, al final pues, te, te encariñas con ellos porque... So, even though you claim you're Swedish, Guillermo, uh, yeah. really, no, that's German, only German. because you have a little cottage in Sweden. Okay, I get it. Okay, so, so Jenny, if I'm understanding you correctly, the advice to, to get better at a language is to 
impersonate another culture? You can just another... impersonate a Spaniard uh, for years. Okay. And uh, okay. most of the time you won't get caught. Uh, but if you do, uh, the entire internet will turn on you. So it's okay. high risk, high but, reward. Do, but you have to speak Spanish while you're doing this? You should learn it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. You can name all your kids Spanish names. That helps. But I, I understand. I understand loving Spain so much that you uh, create an elaborate lie. Because um, for a long time, I would tell people that I moved to the U.S. when I was 10. I gave myself two extra Spanish years because I was like insecure about uh, having lost my Spanishness. And I've since, you know, let go of that, of that lie. Um, but hey, it escalates quickly. So, so I have to interrupt our recording with an actual live news update <gasps> that that protesters entered the Capitol building Ooh. and they had to stop the certification. Llevamos cuatro años viviéndolo, ¿no? Uh -huh. Pasa el chico, tira, tira la roca, tira lo que sea, rompe el cristal, viene el chaplain para, para arreglar el, el cristal. Exactamente, pues ahora, ahora Ted Cruz está proponiendo que hay que hacer una comisión para investigar, porque como hay 40% de americanos que creen, por las mentiras que ha contado él, que, que, que las elecciones son falsas, pues hay que, es, es alucinante, o sea, efectivamente, crean el estropicio y quieren ganar ahora, salir de, salir de, de campeones, de defender a los pobres, engañar por ellos mismos. En fin, eh, quizá, quizá toda esa parte de social sea una de las razones por la que tú hiciste el juego, ¿no? Sí, a mí, al final yo creo que para mí un artista tiene que hacer arte para que la gente hable o sienta algo. Entonces para nosotros lo hacemos para reírnos un poco del, del sistema. Entonces para mí hacer como artes o juegos que la gente puede decir oye, esto me parece una mala manera de ganar. Eh, pues algo hecho bien. Do you think it's a generational thing with uh, board games? I know my my daughter and her husband are way into it. They're like yeah. regulars at their game shop in their neighborhood. Yeah, I think the like new games are. I think that I mean my mom and I have always played board games, but it was like backgammon, uh, or oh my gosh, my grandmother and I used to play a card game. And maybe Guillermo, you can help me remember the name. Las siete y media, el burro. No, it's with uh, like cinco algo, cinquillo. El cinquillo, el cinquillo, el cinquillo. Y siempre jugábamos en, en casa. Um, so I think it was maybe more classic games like that was, was part of that. Um, and now what you have is like very creative, like a whole industry. We launched our game on Kickstarter. I think one day when I checked, there were like 30 to 60 games launched on Kickstarter every day. Most wow. of them fail, wow. right? Most wow. of them fail and don't make their goal. But it is like an insane number of games that launch every day. There's a lot of like game creators that are That's trying amazing. to get that new hot game. What's your favorite game? Ooh, my own. Tú no, tú no. Ah, 
Um, my favorite game, I, I fluctuate, you know, I mentioned backgammon. I just came back from Christmas and I was playing a lot of backgammon with my mom. I like a lot of these kind of classic games, um, for people that like keep up with a lot of kind of more modern games. There's one called Splendor that I really like where you're like, Mm. you know, a gem, um, guy trying to get all the gems and that one's like kind of mathematical and kind of fun. Um, so I, I go either way. There's a game called Secret Hitler. That's really fun. Uh, where one person is, you know, Hitler and you have to figure out who it is a little bit like werewolf. Um, that one's super fun. Although my father is not someone that like engages with games. He doesn't like games. So he thinks I'm very silly for making games. Um, and, uh, when I played with him, he like just immediately tells everyone I'm Hitler and like ruins the game. So can't play, uh, with my father. Um, although he was a, an incredibly, it's like, he's interesting because he was an incredibly competitive guy. He played Balomano handball for, in Spain for, for years. He played for Atletico de Madrid and is like a hyper competitive, very sporty guy. He still plays, you know, tennis three, four times a week. Uh, and so he's got this like, likes sports and games, but does not like board games. Um, so there's like some, he might like Among Us then. Have, he have might. You, have you played Among, Among Us? Among Us is great. Yes, yeah. I've played o si Among le, Us. O si le tiras la caja, como ha sido de la mano, la coge al aire. La coge. Eso. Yeah. <laughs> Tengo una pregunta. What did Venga. the ocean, what did the ocean say to Nick? Um, oh, sh oh, did they shush him? Did the no. ocean shush him? No, nothing. Oh. Nothing. It just nothing. wave. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, this, is, this is what happens when Guillermo starts doing humor in English. Okay. <laughs> hey, he's a he's a famous comedian in Spain and he's he's really starting here, you know? I know. He's gonna do way, stand up way. soon. I, the number of times that I sang my father your tennis song is a lot. I would sing that song a lot. Every time he went to tennis, I would sing that song. Exactly. Well, revenge. Revenge for not playing right. board games with you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Bueno, Jenny Gartua. I mean, I know we're wrapping up, but I'll, I'll leave with this uh, for anybody that's a small business Oh, you're going to sing? Yeah. I'm going to sing. I'm going to break into song and dance. Okay. Um, that um, it is important as a business to do kind of the right thing, even if your government won't. So we don't have to give anybody maternity or paternity leave. But if you are a human that has a child in whatever means, adoption, uh, you make your own, whatever happens, we give you maternity and paternity leave. We cover people's health care. We do the things that our society should do for us. And we just eat the cost, even though we're at the size we are, we're not required to. And I think that's like a commitment that unfortunately we have to make because our government won't but it's a huge responsibility that I care about doing. I'm with you. I mean, it's, it's that, those are human rights. Muchas gracias por estar con nosotros. Pues yo no sé, Lisa, si me quieres preguntar algo más antes de que me vaya. <laughs> no solo para decirle a Jenny, buena suerte. Thank you. In your games and in your life. And we've really enjoyed speaking with you. Thank you so much. Here. All right. Thank you, neighbor. Nick. Oh, yeah, pronto. Nick. We should see each other in our neighborhood. Yeah. We're walking distance. We're gonna, in in real in IRL. Yeah, yeah IRL. Let's play the IRL game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should you should you should play a lot of games. You okay. Should. Okay. Bye bye. Nos vemos, señores. Uh, don't interrupt me, por favor. <laughs> <laughs>
eh, seguimos en este mundo bilingüe intentando comunicarnos en inglés y en español como mejor se nos entienda. Adiós. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.